God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Pastor Pinda is a pastor of the Loyalty House International Middleburg, which is a part of the United Denomination, originating from Lighthouse Group of Churches. His mission is to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead throughout the world. Pastor Pinda has a passion for soul winning and church planting. Be ready for a supernatural encounter as you listen to this message. Lord, we are grateful for your word. Lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Holy Spirit, fill us. Speak to us. Change us. Heal us. We depend on you. We are hungry for your presence. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We are talking about the power of giving thanks. God blesses us at different levels. The Bible says that to one, He gave one talent. To another, two. To another, five. According to their abilities. The Bible never says, and to one he gave zero. God always gives us something. According to our what? Abilities. Now in that story we also learn that the one with one talent, he hid it. The one with two, he used it to get more. The one with five, he used it to what? Get more. And it is quite important for us to learn how to respond How should you respond when God gives you your first job? How do you respond when you get your 350? How do you respond when you get your grant? How do you respond when that money enters and NFS has paid? Before I got born again, when I was in varsity, and I got my bursary money, and the company paid 47,000 in my account, Hey! Hey! Man responds. We woke up early in the morning. By five, me and my friends at the flat were already awake. We were already awake. Hey! I couldn't sleep. We went. First things first. We went to Sunnyside. We went to that bottle store opposite Gasti Volvo. Sastoga. Let's push a matron in a person inside Gasto. We had the option of just buying the things, because I was staying in Arcadia, of buying the things and putting them in the car. But we had to stroll around Sunnyside for some time, pushing. Everyone was looking at these trolleys full of alcohol. By then, I didn't even drink. I've never drank. Then, Satamachi. Mrekafigi. Hey! After buying the alcohol, we sent the rest, go to the flat. And then we entered my friend's car. We went to buy CGJs. Hey! The alcohol, I think we bought it for around 6,000. 
Then, then, that was 2007. It was a lot of alcohol. <laughs> then we went to go and buy CDJs and mixer and headphones. 11,000. You know, by the time that they ended, half of the money was finished. <laughs> uh, God had blessed me with a pastor, but I was responding inappropriately. Inappropriately. Within that month, all that money was finished. Finished. I was back to normal. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that was a bad response, Pastor. <laughs> so when I'm talking about wasting, I know what I'm talking about. That's why I'm telling you this story. Hallelujah. But there is a better way to respond to, to God. Amen. I need someone to give Siabonga a mic because I want us to read. This is a bit long. Are you here or you have gone home? First Samuel chapter 1, verse 2. This is the story, lessons from Hannah. What do you do when God gives you the thing you have always wanted? There is something you are praying about. There is something you wish you had. How should you respond when you get it? <laughs> now, Hannah was barren. She was the second wife to a guy called Elkan. The first wife was that one. Pinia. Pinaina. Yeah, Pinaina. That was the first wife, and she was the other wife. Two wives. Somebody say two. Don't say, yeah, I saw a verse where the pastor read about two wives. No, 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 no. Now, there were two. Now, Lopinaina alone had children. And Hannah didn't have any child. So in First Samuel chapter 1, verse 2, it says that, and he said, he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Penina. And Penina had what? Children. But Hannah had no children. Maybe your friend has the thing and you don't have it. Your brother has the job, you don't have the job. Your brother has the car, you don't have the car. Your sister has the house, you don't have the house. And you are crying to God. There is something that we all lack. And Hannah was lacking a child. Let's see what happened next. Tell your neighbor, stay tuned. We are reading the Bible. Next. So that was a problem. Now, the next thing that we see about this story, in verse 6, is that what was the effect of the problem on Hannah? Problems affect us. That's why we pray them away. When you don't have money, the problem of not having money affects you. Sometimes it affects your, your self-esteem. Yes. When you don't have money, your self-esteem sometimes is less. When some big boys come and say, hey, if someone with money look at, looks at the girl you want, you start to shiver. Tell your neighbor, it's true, it's true. It's true. Sometimes you are not as beautiful as the other person. When the beautiful girl greets the guy you want, you start to shiver. And then she takes a photo with the guy after church and posts. You start saying, ba, 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 ba. no weapon formed against me 
shall prosper. And about a thousand sisters on my left hand, a ten thousand on my right, but the boy shall come to me. The reason why we pray about problems is because they affect us. And Hannah was being affected by her problem. Verse 6 tells us, thanks to NLT please. It says that, and Penina would taunt Hannah. Problems, they taunt us. They mock us sometimes. You see that your problem is sitting there and is mocking you. Hey! Your problem of not passing my trick is mocking you. When you see an advert, you see minimum metric. You're like, how? How? Why not grade 11? It's taunting you. The problem is taunting you. When you say you are applying for a job, they say minimum driver's license. The last thing you drove was a bicycle. The last thing you drove. And your problem, tell your neighbor, my problem is, is taunting me. Yes, sometimes your problem is health. You can't do what other people are doing. You can't have what other people have because of your health. So the problem was taunting Hannah. And in this case, the other wife was busy laughing at her and saying, Hey, when? So, serious? So, she made fun of her because the Lord had kept her from having children. Now, you must understand in the Old Testament, the revelation of Satan was not yet there. The people of the Old Testament did not have much knowledge of Satan. Everything that happened, they say, is God. So when you read the Old Testament, you will see that everything bad that happens, they say the Lord. The Lord. It's Jesus who came and told them that, listen, you guys, I saw Satan falling from heaven. There is an adversary here, <laughs> which you guys don't know about. Stop saying everything is from is from God. Because everything that would happen. So even here, since Hannah was not giving birth, they were saying God has shut her womb. Hey! Tell your neighbor, God is not the reason why you have problems. It is Satan. Some people are sick, they think it is God. It is not God. You say, ah, I'm sick because I did something wrong. What, what? There are many people who don't even come to church who are healthy. Why is God not making all of them to be sick? Why? Why? And we see the perfect will of God by looking at Jesus. When Jesus was on earth, he healed all diseases. He never gave someone a sickness. He never made anyone to be poor. In fact, when he made poor people, he fed them. When he met more Peter without money for text, he told them, go and get the fish and take out a coin. That is how God is. Are you here or have gone home? So our problems make fun of us. Hey. Hey. You try to paint yourself as a sister. Put roots, makeup, everything. First layer to fourth layer. Until your face is four kilograms. After four kg, the problem of not getting married is still there. 
4 kg later. Hmm? So our problems affect us. Tell your neighbor, our problems affect us. And when our problems affect us, they have an effect on us. They have an effect. Your problem has an effect on you. Yes. In First Samuel chapter 1, verse 10, it tells us that Hannah's problem had an effect on her. It says that and she was in bitterness of soul. Her soul became bitter. You become bitter in life when you still don't get a job. You try to pass, mess, mess passes you. You try to finish metric, metric finishes you. Hey! After some time, after having a problem, the same problem for a long time, we become bitter. How many of you can testify to that? You become sorrowful. When other people sometimes are testifying, you even say, Mwah. Ah, ah, I like to thank God that I got a job. You are looking at the person. Mm-hmm. Pastor touched me, I was healed. Mm-hmm. I'm so blessed. Since I came to this church, I found this wonderful man. Ah, you will break up very soon. We are bitter. We are bitter. You are bitter. Someone comes and says, I've been promoted. You say, ah, you don't deserve it. You are bitter. That's a sign of bitterness. That's a sign of bitterness. Someone comes and testifies, oh, God has blessed me with a car. That's bitterness. That's bitterness, baby. When you have problems, you become what? Bitter. When you see a nice couple moving at the mall, oh, baby, uh, 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 with their cute kids. Pretending in Someone once said to me, your marriage looks very plastic. I said, what do you mean that my marriage looks very plastic? Said, my marriage is like Tupperware now. What, what? He said, the person said, it looks unreal. The person was bitter because the wife was peppering him. I said, next time when you need a wife, come and consult. <laughs> I'll pray for you. There's a tribe called the babies. <laughs> Those ones. Those ones who dance. <laughs> Those ones. Hallelujah! So our problems affect us. Isn't it? I want you to think about your problem. What has it changed in your character? There's something, there are places where you are shy. There are places where you can't be bold. It affects you. It affects you physically sometimes and affects you emotionally. Yes. Yes. But God is solving your problems this morning. That's why I'm teaching you patiently. Are you still here? Now, since we know she has a problem, we know that the problem is affecting her. The next thing is, how did she solve the problem? How? How? Hmm? It was January just now. 
How she solved the problem is that she fasted and prayed. And as she fasted and prayed, she made a covenant with God, a vow. She fasted and prayed and made a vow to God. Listen to the in NLT first Samuel chapter one verse ten. First Samuel chapter one verse ten to eleven. NLT. It says that Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow. Oh Lord of the heavens armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a what? A son. Then I will give him back to you. That is the vow. He said, give me a son. And this son you give to me, I will give back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. Is that just give me a son? Immediately when you give me the son, I will give the son back to you. Sometimes the best job. Just give me a job and don't Sometimes sometimes some other people are even pushed sometimes to even do evil to get the thing that they want. Yes. They are pushed to take shortcuts. But Hannah prayed. Tell your neighbor Hannah prayed. Like all of us when we pray, sometimes when you pray to God, oh God, if you give me this job, I will save you. If you will do this, if you give me this child, I will worship you. Oh God, if you give me this bastard, I will never leave church. Do you remember that day? Do you remember it? No, I was not there. I need you to remember it. I, I was not there. You were there. Do you remember that day? You said to God, if you give me this thing, I will do this. You are like Hannah. You are like Hannah. And some of us, God gave you that thing. He gave it to you. You wanted a child, he gave you the child. You wanted a husband, he gave you the husband. You wanted a job, he gave you. You were crying, you were saying, they're kicking me out of the flesh. If you save me and I finish my school, I will do A, B, C, D, E. Do you remember? I want you to remember. Do you remember? He said, oh God, if this math paper, you know, if I can pass it, I will always, I will set a basenta. Do you remember? So Hannah made a vow. That if God blessed her, she would give her son. Now, most people don't know that vows are very dangerous. Very dangerous to God. The Bible says, let's open in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 4. A vow is very dangerous. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 4. NLT still. It says that when you make a promise to God, don't delay in following it through. Don't make a promise to God and delay. 
after God has blessed you. You said when he gives you a job, you will, you will build your mother a house. Now you have bought a car. We are enjoying the car, a coin. But the, your, the vow that you made, you said, when you give me this job, I will build this woman a house. And now we are taking your time. We are driving around in a Polo. We are driving around in a Mercedes Benz. We are driving around in other things. People are clapping hands, but the Bible says that if you make a promise to God, follow it through quickly. Quickly. So, part of why we do not see God coming back to bless us is that the vows that you made, you never follow it quickly. Some people have not even done it. Yet you are back at God asking for something again. The church is quiet. Oh God, if he proposes to me, I will love him with all of my heart. You have given him 10%. Come on. Come on. We were not there when you made the promise. You made it. God says that when you make a vow, follow it through speedily. And look at what he says. Look at what God says. For God takes no pleasure in fools. It's a very deep verse. Don't be quick to say, God, if you give me this, I will do this. Be sure. You'd rather not say it. Just say, God, give me this. <laughs> but if you say, I will do this, you need to follow it through. Are you here or have gone home? He says that Keep all the promises you make to him. It is better you say nothing to make it is better hmm, to say nothing than to make a promise and not keep it. That is how God deals. It is better you say nothing than for you to make a promise and not keep it. Hey! Don't let your mouth make you to sin. He says, when you make a promise to God and then you don't follow it through, you are committing a sin. The thing that you promise that you are not doing anymore to God is a what? A sin. Are you still here? Have you seen your problem already? And look now, we are going higher. Tell your neighbor, we are going higher. And don't defend yourself. <laughs> By telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. <laughs> that would make God what? Angry. And he might wipe out everything that you have achieved. That is how people lose things. When they want something, they promise God, the moon and the stars. When they get the thing, they forget about God. And God says, I'll come back. Whatever that I have helped you to achieve, I'll come and fetch it. That's why you get a job. When they start retrenching, they start with you. They're like, uh, Mr. Gomazi, Mr. Zamini, now Mr. Matebo, says Funagu retrench. Uh, Mr. Matebo, we are 
You see, once you achieve something, and whatever you have achieved, you had made a promise. You need to sustain that thing. You need to give the promise. So, ukanza lomunya kanzu saganti la sige la sonwe na kuk. Hey, abe mumzala ne loshisa. Asa kali nyembezi. Hey, simbege tanda utolum sebezi. Gube, that is the last day that person comes to church. Ma utolum sebezi utila mafundis mafuni malietu. God says that he will not be mocked by a fool. He says he will come for what we have achieved. Gua we munfu kunjal. Gua we munfu. But ankulumnam shange gua we munfu ange uwe wen. That's why I'm preaching to you. I said that's why I'm preaching to you. Angege uwe. Angege sive kutu uile. Angege sive kutu bakshile. Hallelujah. Verse 7, look at what God says. Talk is cheap. <laughs> uh, I, oh, you've gone home. Tell your neighbor, talk is cheap. <laughs> like great dreams and other useless activities, fear God instead. So when God blesses you, your response is, don't delay in following through your side of the deal. Keep all your promises. Do not change. Do not change. You will lose him. You will lose him. You will come for counseling. I'm telling you. Very soon you will, you will see we are here for counseling. I say what? Because you see, sometimes Especially women. personal property attention you want the attention for yourself. That is a nice way to get divorced. The process of divorce has started. Never fight with God about something that He gave you. No, never. Never fight. Don't allow Satan to put you in that trap. He wants you to lose what you have. Yabo, are you here or you've gone home? Do not say that you have made a mistake by making a vow. I think I should have passed. Then we to now, how do you respond properly? How? How do you respond when God blesses you? Hmm? Offer what God has given you back to God. Offer what God has given you back to whom? You see, it is good to say thank you. But if God has given you life, offer your life back to God. You were involved in an accident. You were sick. And you came out of the sick bed. The best way to thank God for saving your life is to give him your life. Yes. It's to give him your life. It is to give. And Hannah, 
got the child in First Samuel chapter 1, verse 24 to 28 in NLT. It says that after some time, Hannah had a child. His name was what? Samuel. Can you believe it? Samuel, the same Samuel, the one who anointed David, the one who was a prophet. That is the child that came from the promise that Hannah made to God. The prophet Samuel, he, Hannah is the one who gave birth to Samuel. Are you here or you've gone home? When the child was weaned, hmm? look at how Hannah behaved. Hannah took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh. They brought along a three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. After sacrificing the bull, they brought the boy to Eli. Eli was the priest of the, of the church there. It says, Sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked Eli. I am, I am the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me this boy and he has granted my request. Now I am giving him to the Lord. He will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worshiped the Lord. Anna responded immediately. Immediately when the child was with, Anna took the, the only child she had. She took the child and said, I made a promise to God. I'm going to drop off this child here. Hey! Now, how could have Hannah responded? Hannah could have said, this is my only child. Now, when I take him to there, who will feed him there? How do I know that this priest knows how to take care of children? What will happen to my child when I take him to church? Hey, hey, hey. He could have said, she could have said all these things. But Hannah didn't. She followed up on her promise. You need to follow up on your promise. I have questions for you. Has God given you a child? Give the child back to God. Don't give your child away from God. If you were praying for a child and say you wanted a child and God gives you a child. Now all you do on Sundays, you go for holidays. When the child wants to go to church, you have family meetings. <laughs> Has God given you money? Why are you struggling to tithe? Why are you struggling to give? You are not following up on your promise. Huh? Has God given you education? Hmm? How has the education benefited your family? How has the education benefited the kingdom of God? But our church is not like it's run by spirit. It is run through governance principles. The engineering principles I apply at work must apply here. Your principles of nursing people, they're in the hospital. You must come and nurse them emotionally in church. Yes, your principle of mobilizing people, that God gave you a gift. Why are you not giving it back to God? Your, your gift of talking that he gave you, hey, if I find you outside, you, you, the way you talk, the way you talk, I should give you the mic. I should just give you the mic right now. Because you, you can talk. And when you talk, people are around you. Why have you not started a bus center? 
Why? You see, people with the gift of speaking, they have gone to start a political party. People with the gift of speaking, they have gone to start a Mgosi But give the gift to God. Give the gift to God. Has God given you a spouse? Hand him over back to God. Stop making the person your personal possession. Hi. Since he said, I like you, you have put him in a prison. You have become a wada. Shang esquai. Maga. You don't want him to come to church because last time he came to church, this other yellow bone girl smiled at him. Give the person back to God. Who made the marriage? It's God. Stop preventing your wife from serving in church. Allow the woman to serve. Before Asanga and Amanyama slay queen, Apilap slay queen, Abuyaka Simaliak. Hey! Give the person back to God. Are you giving it back to God? Has God given you time? Give your time back to God. Hannah was given a child. He gave the, she gave the child back to God. God has given you time. That's why you are alive. How much of these 24 hours are you spending with God? That is the appropriate response. You should respond appropriately by giving your time for the things of God. Yes. And giving your time for the things of God is not to preach. How, in your 24 hours, how long are you conscious of God and the things of God? Or your mind switches on to God on a Sunday morning. Sunday morning. All of a sudden. From Monday to Saturday, you live like an unbeliever. Then Sunday, hey, where is my Bible? You dust your Bible and you are moving around. No, on a daily basis, read that Bible. I'm worried about you. You don't even have a Bible. After God has given you time. Eh? You have WhatsApp. No Bible? Get a Bible. Tell your neighbor, get a Bible. Pray. That is the appropriate response. I'm about to finish. Tell your neighbor, this message is hot. It's, it's not the sign, it's the message. If you do this, you will not become cooler. The message is speaking to you. Now, the last question we will answer is, now we see that Hannah gave birth to God. Obviously, God, we also want a response from God. And if Hannah responded to the kindness of God, when God gave Hannah a child, Hannah responded and kept a promise. God doesn't want you to be the last one to keep a promise. He always wants to be the last person. That's how God is. He will not leave things in the state where you gave a child. He refuses. Otherwise, he's not big. God is very big and he must show you that he's big. When you return to God, look at what God did for Hannah. Look at what God did for Hannah. And this is what God is going to do for you. 
Are you here or you have gone home? In First Samuel chapter 2, verse 18 to 21. But Samuel, though he was the only, only a boy, served the Lord. Those of you who say only old people can serve God. Samuel was a boy and he served the Lord. He started working in the church just after he got wind. Just imagine how old he was. <laughs> eh? Serve the Lord. He was he wore a linen garment like that of a priest. He was a boy wearing a linen garment like that of a priest. Because some people guess the definition of a past. Even when they saw my three quarters, they were like, hmm, this must be the youth pastor. We are waiting for the real pastor. <laughs> one day, one day, in the, in the region branch, it was me, then Lee. Lee is like, love him. And this man came after church. They wants to see the pastor. Oh, they brought him. The ushers brought him. They pointed at me. By then, I was very skinny. I was like Tabiso here. Stand up, Tabiso. Aha! I was just like Tabiso. Come here. Come and sit here. Move, 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 move. Let me illustrate this thing. Managa, sit here. Sit here, sit here, sit here. Now, the ushers brought the man. They said, oh, here is our pastor. Do you know what the man said? He said, oh, I don't want the youth pastor. I want the real pastor. How are you, man of God? <laughs> How are you, Pastor Binda? He said, no, is this one? I said, oh, I know he's your son. <laughs> the real pastor. And the small boys. <laughs> not the sun. Tell your neighbor, not the sun. We want the real pastor. So, this someone was young, but he was, a, he was a priest. He was wearing the garments of the priest. And 19, I want you to see 19. Look at how this woman was, Hannah. Hmm? Each year, his mother, who is Hannah, made a small coat for him and brought it to him when she came with her husband for sacrifice. So in that time, every year they needed to go and present a sacrifice to the priest at the temple to God. And each time the mother would sew a small coat and give to Samuel. She would all come and say, don't you miss us? <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> don't you want to come home? She, she would make sure that someone is comfortable in serving God. Comfortable in serving God. Listen to Hannah. Are you here or have gone home? I'm almost done. Verse 20. Before they returned home. Before. This family returned home. It says that Eli would bless Elkanah, that is the husband, and his wife, and say, may the Lord give you other children to take the place of the one you gave to the Lord. 
That is the blessing that you need. Hannah got this one through making a vow. Gave that one back to God. And each time she appeared, she was not bitter. She could have left the child and never came back. And said, oh, it's too painful when I see him. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> I, I can't go to church anymore because each time I see my boy, oh my heart. You know, she could have said all those things. She made a quote. She went there. Each time she appeared, when they would leave, Ellie would just make a statement May God give you more children to replace this one. And that was the blessing. When you give, even financially, God is saying, may God, may God give you more than what you have given. Yes. As you serve God, God is going to give you more. Don't think your life is, is, is departing. Don't feel like you are missing out. God is saying that I will bless you with more life. Look what he said. May the Lord give you more. Then here comes the blessing. What do you think God did? What did God do? Eh? Verse 21, and the Lord blessed Hannah. Hey, you should push it, put your name there. Say, and the Lord blessed Pinda. Put your name, put your name, put your name. Oh, shout it louder. Oh, I can't hear your name. Your neighbor is saying it louder. Look at what happened. And she conceived and gave birth to how many sons? Three sons and two daughters. Uh, meanwhile, God didn't kill someone. Meanwhile, Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord. That is how God is. Has God given you something? Give it back. Give it back. Your job. Don't use your job as an excuse not to serve God. Don't you, 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 if you want to be promoted, times five. Times five. Because Hannah gave one and returned times five. If you want, Father, I want a double portion. I need a triple portion. portion. Don't pray. Return. The reason why your prayer has not been answered is because you didn't return. You didn't return. Since God bless you, you have disappeared. Sometimes before you receive the blessing, you are a very committed Christian. Since he blessed you with money, you are not committed. You need to return to God and give him your life. You need to return to God and give him your finances. You need to return to God and give him your time. Give him your mind, your mind. God needs that brain. He didn't put it in your, in your head for nothing. He needs it. That's why you are carrying that sharp brain. He needs it. Give it back to him. And I see you receiving times one, times two, times three, times four, times five, times six, times seven, times eight, times nine, times ten. Times ten. Yes, yes, yes. Times ten children. How many, Pastor, someone is saying, Pastor, how many people are going to propose to me to marry me? I'm telling you, times five. Times five. 
As you are serving God, you'll be there saying, Nani ni ashupa man. Asen, talk amongst yourself, go to Mublo, serious. And then come back to me. You will find me in the temple, serving under Eli, the priest. Hey! How many job interviews are you going to go for and they will give you an offer? Five. You will get offers. Receive some offers. I said receive some offers. Pastor, how many tenders? Five. How many tenders? Listen, if you are earning 10,000, believe for 50. Believe for 50. Yes. Tell God that, please, you did for Hannah. Don't play games here. Pastor showed me the story. Don't play games. Stand on your feet. Tell your neighbor the, the pastor has preached. And you must obey. Does your neighbor have an obeying face? Hmm? Why is your neighbor saying, ah? Ah? I want us to pray. We are, our prayer is simple. God, give us the strength to return the thing. Hallelujah. God must give you strength to do what? Return. Return Samuel to God. Return the time to God. Return that guy back to God. Yes, your marital quarrels will end when you tell him, let's go to church. Yes, yes, yes. Don't say, oh, I don't want him to come to church. There are nice girls there. Please. Please. I want you to lift up your hands and pray. Ah, say God, give me the grace to return your someone to keep my vow, my vow. Keep your vow to God. Keep your vow to God. You made a promise. I will build my mother a house. I will fix, I will take my siblings to school. Do it. Keep it. You said if he saves you from that sickness, you will save him. Tell God that you have not forgotten. Tell him that thank you for sending Pastor to remind me. I have made a promise to serve you. Ah, 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 ah,
He wants to forgive you for all of your sins. He says today is your day of salvation. Do not allow this day to pass you. Do not allow this opportunity to pass you. But today is different for you. God is speaking to you. If today you want to be born again, you want to be a child of God. I want you to raise your right hand. Raise your right hand wherever you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Raise your right hand wherever you are. You want to be born again? Raise your hand up high. Lift up your right hand. And if you have lift up, lift, lifted up your hand, please come forward. I want to pray with you. Come forward. Come, come. Come. Ladies, you can come. Come. I won't go back. I can't go back. Come, come here. I sense there are still more people who need this opportunity. And I want to give you an opportunity. I don't want you to look at your friends. I don't want you to look at other people. This is your time. You might never get this feeling again in your heart. You are still saying, should I go or not go? You are looking at your friends. You are looking at your neighbor. God is talking to you. I want you to come. If you are here, you want your sins to be forgiven. You want to be born again. I want you to come forward. Come forward. Is there someone like here? Continue singing. Is there someone like here? This is your opportunity. Father, we are not going back. Lift up your hands. 
I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. Father, you know my sin. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's have our hands together. 